With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's that time. Hey, Mitch. Mitchie. Mitchie, Mitchie, Mitchie. We're looking for you, pal. Mitch Sherman from The Athletic, talking big red. Unleash the fury, Mitch. Unleash the fury! On Hail Varsity Radio. One of my favorite opens, uh, Mitch Sherman, sent to Unleash the Fury. Thank you, Tom Green, for that voice work. Mitch Sherman joins us from The Athletic at Mitch Sherman on Twitter. Mitch, how are we doing? Does he hear me? Hello, Mitchie, Mitchie, Mitchie. We will try and reconnect. You should have us. You have us, Mitch? Mitch, you got us. I'm here now. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. yes. I had to jostle the old phone. Ah, sweet. Uh, Mitch, nice to spend time with you. Okay. Um, nice to spend time with you, too. Now, now we got it all figured out. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, to ask this question about, about Harburg. I uh, was watching some of his uh, press conference today. And do you worry about him turning the corner with just that, that being able to play free? That's been a talking point today. And uh, it may grow a little bit as the week goes on. The, uh, the Northern Illinois Harburg versus what we've seen in Big Ten play. Let's dive into a little bit of that, Mitch, with uh, Harburg uh, kind of loosening up and just going out and balling. Yeah, I think it's kind of two different things. One is the physical aspect, and Marcus Satterfield said today, Merrill didn't lay it out as explicitly on Monday, but I think they're on the same page and that they want him to play with a little more reckless abandon, which is different than the message that we heard maybe two or three weeks ago, but I think they've realized that, and this is a process, you know, I saw some questions about this um, from, from fans earlier today. It's like, do you want him to slide or do you want him to run through the defenders? And it's like, well, you know, after the first couple of games, they wanted him to take a little bit off, and now they want him to put a little bit back on as far as the physicalness that he, he plays with. Like, he's, he's maybe adjusted – too much. You don't want him to get hurt, but at the same time, you don't want him to be tentative. So they're working with a first-year quarterback and trying to find that right, that correct balance for him in just how much, uh, you know, you know what kind of um, oomph that he gives when he's out there, especially turning the corner on those running plays. And then the other thing that he talked about was playing free, and that's more of something that he said he's dealt with from his early days as a quarterback and just try not to overthink things. This is, you know, common among young athletes, you know, whether you're 12 years old or 25. I mean, some people, they just tend to, a lot of people, they tend to overthink it and they're in their own heads and that can lead to hesitancy or, you know, there's a variety of things that that can lead to. That's why he's, he's talking with Nebraska's sports psychologist uh, this afternoon, and, and, you know, this is not, like, alarming. This is something that a lot of players go through, and, in fact, I would say it's the opposite, that he's open to addressing this stuff as, as much as he is and even, and even open to talking about it in public where so many people want to know, hey, what's going on with Heinrich Harper? 
It's Mitch Sherman with us here on Hale Varsity Radio as we talk Nebraska, Heinrich Harburg, his performance Saturday, and looking forward to Maryland. And Mitch, whenever you talk about Heinrich Harburg, I think it's interesting how he's kind of tightened up as the, the pressure has gotten higher. And that's almost to be expected whenever you hear what the coaching staff says about him playing free. But he really did play free whenever he came in against Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech. Nothing to lose. You know what? You're the backup coming in trying to make a name for yourself. And now you look at it. Well, you're at five wins, and you have people uh, that have have critiqued the game over the past couple of weeks. And now as you try to get to six, that, that leash starts getting a little bit shorter. And I want to get your thoughts on just how short the leash is going to be. Because I'm of the opinion that it's really going to take the wheels falling off against Maryland to see a guy like Cheba Purdy in this football game. I'm talking Maryland starting to run away with this game in the second half. But I want to get your thoughts on how short you think the leash is now that we've heard from both Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield as well as Heinrich himself on, on kind of what he needs to do moving forward. Yeah, I would say that I've kind of trended more in the direction of saying that it's a longer leash than, than what I felt when I left Michigan on Sunday. I, I thought as we went through that game that there was the possibility we could see a backup come in in the second half just to see if Nebraska could, could get a spark. But you know, Matt Rule on Monday and, and Satterfield today did a good job of making me believe and maybe this is all part of the psychological uh, nature of this and, then, and that they know that they're speaking to Heinrich when they stand in front of those cameras in, in addition to everybody in the, in the fan base and in the media. And they want him to understand that they believe in him. But, I, I, you know, I think it's that. And I also think they really do believe what they're saying. And, and this is his, this is his, his ship to, to captain right now and really for the rest of this month. I I agree with you, Elijah, that it would take something pretty catastrophic, you know, not an interception on the opening possession or a fumble on the, on the second possession, something like that. We've seen those things and they've stayed with him and, and, and and kept him in the game. I think everything that he did in that winning streak that they had and over the entire stretch that he's been the quarterback, even up through Saturday, as many mistakes as he made up through Saturday, bringing Nebraska back to within three points and in striking distance in the fourth quarter so that they had a couple of opportunities on offense to go out there and win or tie that game. All of those things factor on his, in his favor uh, in this decision that the coaches have made, I think, to just ride with him. You know, it's not ideal. They, they, they don't want to be in this position in the future when the offense looks like this and, and as, as inefficient as it has been. But this is the reality, I think, with the 2023 team that he is the guy as long as he's healthy. Mitch Sherman with his few minutes. It's Hale Varsity Radio at Mitch Sherman on Twitter. You read him with The Athletic. Mitch, I want to go to Maryland here. And as you kind of gauge this matchup, two, five, and four teams, Maryland similar to what Sparty was, and that is on a long losing streak. And you look at some of the opponents both played, uh, no shame there. But Maryland has looked the part, looked as good as advertised going into this season, all the way back to media days where Loxley's like, look, got the squad now that can, can actually compete. I don't know what, where, where they end up by season's end, but they've got a stud quarterback. They've got great skill guys. Their running backs are talented, and they've got a pretty fast and physical defense. Uh, they're, they're better 
than their record. And I know you always say you're, you are what you are, but um, they their, their downfall. And I want your your response to this. They once they get punched in the mouth, they they seem to to kind of back away. Uh, I, look, I think of the Illinois game specifically, just from a physical standpoint. Is that is that Nebraska Nebraska's best shot Saturday is to just get mean with them, get physical uh, Saturday at eleven? Yeah, I think so. And I think you heard that from the defensive players today with some some confident words about the game plan and knowing that they were going to have to get to Tungavailoa and they want to get in his face, they want to rattle him. You know, he's not a He's not a statue back there, but he wants to stay in the pocket and throw. And they want to make him run, and then they want to make him pay. <laughs> if they can do that and execute that plan and put and turn up the heat defensively, then that's how they're going to set the tone. And, and Nebraska has to set the tone in this game. This is a tempo, you know, not even so much like tempo, meaning how many seconds are on the play clock when you snap it, just tempo as far as the, the, the feel of the game. I thought Michigan State – controlled the feel of the game last week. You know, even if Nebraska didn't lose the time of possession or was, was still putting together drives at times that it wanted, it just felt like the game was controlled by in the way that Michigan State wanted it to, to flow. And that's where Nebraska it has to, to win. It has, they have to win that area against Maryland, um, or, or they're, they're not going it, to – it's going to be really difficult. Then you have to get into a situation where you score on defense or you get – like plus three in the turnovers, and, and we know those have not been strong suits for Nebraska this season. Mitch, from a defensive game plan point of view, does this game plan the Huskers seem to be rolling with this week remind you of what they try to do against Colorado in terms of, yeah, you got a team that's got a lot of skill talent, a quarterback that can make some plays, so the best way to, to handle that is to bring some pressure, try to get him on the ground and get him out of rhythm that way because Maryland's offense does not strike me as the most physical offense in the Big Ten, but it is high-flying and has some athletes, and that's kind of what Colorado did to Nebraska at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I think Maryland's a more complete team than Colorado, and Colorado was riding high, and there were emotions that were involved in what happened in Boulder, but I, I think the the – the proof will, will will bear itself out over the course of 12 games, and, and Maryland to me looks like they just have more uh, up 22 across the board than what Colorado does. But Colorado exposed Nebraska and 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 eventually won that that kind of tempo and, and pace game. But it took until the middle of the, the second half for that to go down. Yeah, I do think there's some similarities, but I think Nebraska has to play better than what it would have taken for the Huskers to beat Colorado. And that's kind of a frightening thought because that that didn't end up being a close game in the end. But Nebraska is a more mature team. I think they're able to handle some of the punches that, that they would be able to handle some of the punches that Colorado threw and, 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 and respond better. And, it, and it's at home and it's late in the season. Um, you know, it doesn't look like you're going to have that Big Ten West freezing cold weather, Nebraska would probably like that to, to shut some things down with Maryland's offensive assault, but still, it's it's in Memorial Stadium, and I think late in the year is a is a benefit for Nebraska. So, you know, we'll see. We'll just see. This will be a gauge on, I guess, how far they've come since week two. Mitch, real quick, and Mitch Sherman's with us from The Athletic. When you look at Tony White today, uh, he was pretty stern with uh, just his, um, I don't want to say full, whole performance, but he was critical to himself, and he was also uh, critical with his guys uh, just from an execution standpoint and an intensity standpoint. 
do you think the Nebraska defense bounces back? I mean, it's one thing to talk about being aggressive, but can they can they let it loose? Can they cut it loose and and just dial up everything? He was he was not happy with how um, how with their lack of aggressiveness. And you really see that that hard edge side of Tony White when his defense plays uh, does not play the way that he wants that wants it to play. And that was that was on display today. He is his normal mild-mannered self, and then he starts talking about something that reminds him of a play in the game, and all of a sudden he gets, he gets you know, you can see that guy who in the meeting room or on the sideline you don't want to come face-to-face with if you're a defensive player who just failed to execute something. And, and he does take the credit on himself and, and, and take the blame on himself. I'm sorry, not, not the credit, but the, the blame on himself for a situation like what we saw Saturday where he – flat out said he, he didn't call an, an a, aggressive enough game. And as the defensive play caller, he has to have more trust in his players that they, they didn't want to get caught in some situations that they wanted to play things a little safer against Michigan State, and that didn't turn out to be the right answer. I think he feels like there were plays to be made by his defense that they didn't make because of the way that he called the game and the way that he schemed it. So I do think as a result of that, you're going to see Nebraska come out and take some more risks on the defensive side, but – you know, we'll see if Maryland's the team that you want to do that against. I don't know that they're not, but Tonga Vailoa is probably a quarterback in, in watching him this year who can expose a defense that takes a risk, risk and leaves something open. Mitch, we'll see you on Saturday, bud. Thanks for the time today. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care.